0: what's up you guys it is march 9th, 2022 this is fightful wrestling and this is your post aew dynamite reviews my first time back on an AEW review since last week as i was out of town in town for revolution this past weekend but you got plenty of aew revolution content i'll tell you three plus hours worth of it uh thanks for that alex well, you know, it was five
2: hours of programming, which we distilled down to three hours of talking about it. Usually it's like two and a half hours of talking about a two hour program. Just so hit
0: that mute button on Alex real quick. Usually I only do that to Denise. <laughs> but a big thank you for you and Kate filling in for me this week. Uh, by the way, guys, this show brought to you by our friends at NordVPN.com slash fightful and athleticgreens.com slash fightful. We'll tell you more about that later, and we'll brag an awful lot about FightfulSelect.com. If you have not subscribed to it, it might be a good idea for you guys to do that if you like wrestling news and all that good stuff. But we do have Alex Pawlowski here with us. Uh, I'll be gone next week. Robert will be back filling in for me as I'm having dental surgery. So no listing your boy next week. But we had a pretty big one this week as we had former Impact World Champion Josh Alexander in studio. Uh, it was fascinating. He walked us through the process of him working, quite honestly, a lot of people. I, I found out less about his re-signing than, quite honestly, most re-signings of late. Uh, so check that out. And on the list goes on, he gave us like a unique perspective of how the locker room looks at dirt sheets, which was fascinating because he talked about them like reading our reports as they're all backstage and they all look around and they're like, which one did it? which one said something. Uh, Both talks are very, very great to listen to. Uh, We're going to have more in-studio guests on Listing Your Boy in the future. But you know what? You're here right now. Leave a thumbs up on this video. Donate a super chat. Donate a Humper Chat. If you don't know what a Humper Chat is, go to humperchats.com. You can leave a question or statement. It'll get read on the air. You can use your PayPal, Streamlabs, all that good stuff. And you can leave them before the show starts. So if you don't watch the show live, that will help you out an awful lot. Our great moderator, Luis, is helping us out. He has stepped up big time of late taking on additional work. I want to thank my entire news team. They bust their asses all the time, but especially AEW Nights. Uh, Jeremy Lambert leads the charge on that, and he does incredible work. But Gisberto and Robert and Colby... And all those guys doing that work. Kyler on the, the social media end of things. Big thank you to all of them. But let's talk AEW Dynamite. Alex, I'm going to take a couple victory laps tonight. You should. I should. I should. FightfulSelect.com. Subscribe, my friends. It's a good time. We have fun. I do a and a show there every week. Uh, Alex does two sour graps there per week when he's not filling in for me. But... Kid 29 says this was the best Raw after WrestleMania in years. Very clever. That is true. Very clever. Well, we got Chris Jericho coming out looking like he was 37 years old again. Jesus Christ. Yeah. This guy, he looks great, Alex. He really does.
2: Um, he's he's taking fantastic care of himself. I feel like he had that, that health scare when he was overseas, and I feel like that probably lit a fire in him to, to, to get himself healthy. Um, uh, he looks great. He really does. He's he, 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 he looks like, uh, uh, the old Jericho, you know, who else looks like the old Jericho Dolph Ziggler from last night. Looks like the old Jericho with the full beard. Like it was, uh, it's, it's good stuff.
0: Well, Jericho comes out and he says, he's a man of his word. He should have uh, shook Eddie Kingston's hand. Well, Eddie Kingston comes out he's got the four pillars shirt. Shout out to uh post for that, 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 rad shirt, but he talks, Alex, I think you'd be better off explaining this one because the intricacies of this, he talked about how he wanted to just walk away and let the pressure get to him. But he had people that came up to him and said, your players tribune article saved my life. And that pushed him.
2: Yeah, it was, um, that was some deep stuff. I, I want to say this fair play to Jericho because, his his promo that he cut by himself, where he was like, I made a mistake. Uh, I, I, I was I was angry, was frustrated at having lost a match. I should have shook Eddie's hand. And I I've been losing sleep on it ever since because I made I, I made that error. He he sold me a ticket to his babyface turn, so much so that I was angry he was going to be a baby face that.
0: again. I saw that. <laughs> I
2: was like, No, I don't want to have to root for him again. Um, but the other thing about this is here's what a magician Eddie Kingston is. Eddie Kingston comes out and cuts this promo about how uh, you you got to me with all your I'm always going to be a failure stuff. You you got me back in that dark place and I wanted to go somewhere and drink until I couldn't stand up and then throw this match to you. But then people came to me and they told me that I was their rock, that that I they needed me to be the Eddie Kingston who could beat Chris Jericho. And that's why I did it. Not Not for me, definitely not for you. I did it for those people. He had tears in his eyes. This was all great, but also the way he said how much he respected Chris Jericho for wanting to do the right thing and being the stand-up guy, and you brought the greatest out of me, and I think I brought the greatest out of you. He was selling me a ticket for me to root for Eddie Kingston and Chris Jericho as a tag team. Like, I was going to have to root for Chris Jericho because if Eddie Kingston is Chris Jericho's tag partner, I have to root for Chris Jericho. That's how good Eddie Kingston is making me root for stuff because I hate Chris Jericho. But all of this was fantastic. I could not believe that that they were actually going to team up. And, of course, they didn't.
0: <laughs> 2.0 comes out. Daniel Garcia comes out. Which, let me tell you, Daniel Garcia probably ain't long for this team. We'll talk I about that not. later. But they all jump <coughs> Eddie Kingston, including, well... They all jump Eddie Kingston. And what you'll notice is they didn't put the boots to Jericho. No. They pushed Jericho down gingerly and he grabbed cool. his neck. And it was, it was a, enough to convince me because Jericho got dropped on his head on mm-hmm. Sunday night. Yeah. So I was like, Oh man, like maybe, maybe he is, maybe they're, they're going to play this up, but they would like slightly push to the point of yep. where I was going to come on here and say, Man, this wasn't a convincing beating at all. <laughs> <laughs> Santana and Ortiz come out, and Jericho takes a bat to both of them. Yeah. Hager follows. He's with Jericho. He's still there. So you've got 2.0, Daniel Garcia, Jericho, and Hager. And Hager was always going to be in the custody right. of, of Jericho. Uh, Hager has a little bit of trouble getting up, Eddie Kingston. <laughs> And even when he,
2: he he had a lot of bit of trouble. He (laughs) had a lot of trouble. And let me
0: tell you, bud, understandable. We're going to let that one slide is what we're going to do. But uh, thankfully he had people in there helping him, just pulling on Eddie's legs, like a lever, uh, and then dropping him on the back of his head through the table. But it it went as about as well as it was going to go from the jump. Like it went about as well. And that's where the segment peaked. Because they name themselves the Jericho Appreciation Society, Alex.
2: Jericho. Now he he thought GFY was gonna get over as a babyface thing. <laughs> but I think he knows that Jericho Appreciation Society is what you name your heel faction. So everybody boos you. Now the other thing is he's gonna have to, he's gonna have to stop using Judas as an entrance statement. Because that thing, that thing is gonna get sung by those people. It's like a Pavlov's dog reaction. When that song starts yeah. playing, everyone starts singing, and you can't have them all start singing for this guy who beat the hell out of Eddie Kingston and like had his had his uh, his friggin' Frankenstein's monster drop Eddie on the back of his dome off the off the apron. Like you can't you can't have that. He's gotta be a ba- he's gotta be a heel now. So no more Judas. I just don't think it can work anymore.
0: Do you think he uses another one of his songs? He might
2: a song they don't know he's got fozzy's got a lot of songs so so
0: let's say every other song
2: yeah pick one they don't know the lyrics to
0: enemy is a good song it's a legitimately good song yeah uh we've got mark saying guys dynamite huh good times indeed nathan DePaul says the name is so bad i think they're doing it on purpose agree with alex
2: yeah
0: yeah i think that jericho is smart enough to know that Jericho Appreciation Society is very self-aggrandizing. Yeah.
2: The only nitpick I have with this whole honestly I thought the segment went really really well all of it from from Jericho's like fake babyface thing to Eddie's pr- promo which was amazing to them making me think I was going to have to root for them as a tag team the beatdown and then everything except for dropping Eddie on his head. The one thing I would change. Yeah. I don't want Daniel Garcia anywhere near this thing. That guy's way too cool to be following around Chris Jericho's dad rock group. Like he's he's needs to get picked up by by William Regal and his boys.
0: Yes, yes, I would agree. I would completely agree with that. The Hound says, Alex putting in work the last few days for the podcast. You all are always an awesome part of the week. Great pay-per-view post show. Thank you so much. Uh, we appreciate all the super chats and humper chats. Don't forget to leave a thumbs up on this video though. We would greatly appreciate it. Zen says Garcia to Jericho instead of Danielson. Moxley is a more gutting steal than Wilson to Denver. I would hold up on that because I think this is a natural feud in the future for uh, a couple of guys. Kid 29 says shouts to Eddie for shutting that fool up real quick as only he can. Eddie is great at shutting down what chance uh, yeah. people like in general, like he's great at it. He really was. was. Yeah. Mr. Black Soul says that Jericho turn popped me about time they close the inner circle chapter long yep. live the jackass appreciation society there you go that's that's going to be called that it's definitely <laughs> going to be called that at times alex oh yeah
2: some somebody's going to call it that that's for true uh that's true but also i love that it's uh j-a-s and i can imagine like jericho being like yeah jazz or something like that. He's gonna call it that. Or maybe he's gonna. You're like, oh, it's a, it's like a soft yay. J, soft J, like Yaz. It's oh. Yaz. He's gonna call oh, it no. that. he's gonna call it that.
0: Yaz. Nerd Guru says Jericho must be eating those Athletic Greens. I mean, I'm not sitting here and saying yeah. that you'll look exactly like Chris Jericho's body transformation if you take Athletic Greens, but you will. Go to AthleticGreens.com/slash/fightful. Man, you want to get your multivitamins in a way that absorbs better than a tablet. That tablet's going to pass right through. You're not going to get those nutrients. But one scoop of AG1 has 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food sourced ingredients with a multivitamin, multimineral, probiotic, green superfood blend, and more in one convenient daily serving. A whole lot of you are not getting enough greens, and a whole lot of you are not getting your multivitamin. Uh, take those uh, the, take those athletic greens and they work together to fill those nutritional gaps in your diet. They add your energy, they add to your focus, they aid with gut health and digestion, give you a better immune system, and it replaces all those pills that you got to take. Not only that, one of the best things about AG1 is they're not just sticking to the formula with brought which brought them to the dance. As science evolves and research changes, so does athletic greens. They have changed it 53 times over the last decade over 5 times a year they are adjusting this formula to make sure it's the best for you Alex you look amazed by this it is pretty amazing though isn't it 5 times a year at over 5 5.3 5. times a
2: what year. if i get if i get too much of it does it like become like like you know like it's uh, obsolete
0: no no not at all Okay, good but you get a free 1 year supply of vitamin d and 5 free travel packs with your first purchase at athleticgreens.com/ fightful today vitamins minerals dairy-free probiotics adaptogens antioxidants superfood complexes digestive enzyme mushroom complexes i love hearing from you guys that order this and tell me how much better you're feeling makes me very happy athleticgreens.com slash a fightful jambeard says inner circle 2.0 was right there still a bad name but a lot better than j-a-s Also, Garcia is about to take that Sammy spot in the inner circle and going to show out that TV time. I think he gets pulled away pretty quickly from from this.
2: The only caveat I would have to that is that they never mentioned anything about that in this upcoming Regal promo. Didn't mention, like, let's bring in some youth and and teach them the the right way to go. Mm. And since that first thing between Daniel Bryan and Mox, he hasn't been like, I need you to join me so that we can teach up these other guys. They only name yeah. dropped those dudes in the first promo. So that maybe they've gotten away from that, but I hope that's not the case.
0: Yeah. I hope that's not the case either. Um, I think that they're still going to lean into that. Okay, good. Mark says, surely they're not going with JAS as a faction name, right? Inner circle 2.0 is sitting right there. Uh, I think the, yeah, I mean, Inner Circle 2.0 would make a lot of sense, yes. but also I think that probably Jericho and AEW in general feel a special kind of way about Inner Circle. That was yeah. a big part of them yeah, launching that's Dynamite.
2: True. That's true.
0: Zin says Jericho could do a Nakamura and use a Japanese singer so no one can sing along. That's not a bad idea. Yeah, he he could like have like a different language version <laughs> of Judas.
2: maybe Uh, brent
0: lockman says jericho and 2.0 or darby and jeff hardy which is a more natural pairing darby and jeff but jericho and 2.0 i think are a very very good one as well
2: that's that is good and this way this way he can't he can't call uh call matt lee Squarehead anymore because that was that was really old immediately
0: (laughs) i would kind of like it if he still did
2: if he lost a match, he would absolutely call him a square <laughs> head. Like, no, he's like,
0: uh, you and square head, you all take this side. <laughs> and he's just like, what the hell, man? I thought we were past this. Brian says, Jericho Att- Appreciation Society should attack the TNT champ. or He said, Jericho Apparentian Society. Mm. I think he means Appreciation Society. Yeah. Grayman says, now AEW has 29 tag teams and 2.0 got a big push. I'm glad they have a bunch of teams. Yeah. It makes me very, very happy. Fear and Loathing in New York says, the most surprising thing tonight, Garcia joining Control Your Jericho. <laughs> Least surprising thing tonight, Hager joining Control Your Jericho. And Sawyer says, major WWE crowd tonight more than last week. Kudos, Eddie, for handling the what chant. Judas has to go, but chanting yes for Danielson nowadays is just as grating. I don't think so with danielson it, it's so ingrained in him but yeah i mean he did say that he wasn't going to do it anymore yeah. and it hasn't hurt him a single bit right eric said jst is already on pro wrestling t's site man those pro wrestling t's guys keep shooting themselves in the foot huh yep <laughs> ellie statis says they had two point jericho right there yeah that too demolition crunch says i didn't know anything about eddie before aw now i love him Hey, yeah. that's, that's the goal, man. You, you see what other people see. That's why I don't believe in the fabled casual fan, Alex, because you would think that the fabled casual fan would look at Eddie Kingston and go, well, he doesn't look like a wrestler, mm-hmm. based on what a bunch of dorks on the internet say. Yeah. I am of the belief that a casual fan would probably look at what the normal crowd is reacting to and say, this guy must be pretty cool. He seems pretty cool to me. Yeah. And that seems to be the case with Eddie Kingston.
2: Yeah, if you're into AEW at all, if you're not like currently hate watching it and yes. everybody who's watching AEW is into this particular person and you're like, well, well, this guy, he seems cool to me and everyone loves this guy. Maybe I should look more into his background or whatever and find out whatever was was. That was the other thing about the, the, the punk entrance kerfuffle. Like everyone, the people here who seem to really know what's going on are really excited about this song. Like, maybe I should understand that there's a reason why everyone knows the song and loves the song. And I'd be like, hey, this isn't something I know. Like, it's that doesn't, that's not a weird way of watching anything. I
0: agree. Yeah. I am with you right there, bud. Tom Lavalley says, Alex, what podcast are you on tomorrow? Or is it Linda? And please, in <laughs> Regal's voice, say Wardlow.
2: Wardlow! No, tomorrow, <laughs> Thursday, that is my one night off.
0: Going to need you to cover Impact Wrestling, pal. <laughs> it's actually been great lately. Josh Weaver says, who wants a taste of Yas? <laughs> Mike Lima says, don't forget Pinnacle started with MJF and Spears betting in 2020. Yeah, Don't be surprised if and Garcia come under Regal's wings down the road. I'm expecting it. I'm expecting it. John Alba, yes, that John Alba says, just stopping in to say wrestling Fookin rules. Well, you know what? I got to watch John Alba film a bit of his, uh, the Extreme Life with Matt Hardy this week. It was fascinating to watch. I highly encourage that podcast, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, especially, I mean, he dropped a clip today of Matt, like pre-reacting to Jeff coming to AEW, which I thought was very clever. That's was funny. Um, Matt has an incredible recall. Like I, I listened to him, talk about certain bits of footwork and stuff in the in the final deletion it is a must listen podcast it is incredible you guys gotta check that out. there's a very underrated episode on Big Money Matt and you may think well gosh what well, that's awfully recent he talks about how the Italian stallion basically screwing him and Jeff out of money earlier in their careers wow. was the motivation for this character so uh, hmm. definitely check that out. Miguel says revolution was great in person my first aew show. I enjoyed it. Dynamite tonight was enjoyable. Regal's promo was amazing. Dante did amazing. Jeff's debut could have been a tad bit better, but still liked the debut. Miguel, I'm glad you enjoyed Revolution. AEW is an experience like, like quite frankly, no yeah. other right now. Uh, you you got to see it live. But uh, yeah, man, like I'm glad you got to experience it. I, I'm pretty much in agreement with, with all that stuff as well. Yeah. Alan says, people who, need, who say Eddie doesn't look like a wrestler need to go back and look at Dick the Bruiser and the Blackjacks. You all bought the WWE nonsense. Why? I mean, not only that, WWE has had plenty of people that look like that. That's true. And do pretty well. CM Punk backstage promo. Also, I want to give an important update, Alex. Yes. He unblocked me on Twitter after he wow. said he wasn't going to. Wow. Wow. Did you happen to see that clip? I did. He understood. He knew that I wasn't in the wrong there. <laughs> yeah. He figured it out. Yeah. I'm not in the wrong there. I didn't do it. Yep. But uh great great friends, us two. Uh, I love this this backstage promo. Yeah. I thought it was really good. Yeah. Uh, how'd you feel? Um
2: what well, here's what I did love about this. And I think that that it's it's good that both of them weren't there, but especially MJF. After that war. Mm-hmm on 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 sunday you, neither guy needs to be on dynamite this week like yes. not not live on there because they killed each other yes, i think did. it's really, like just the way that that punk i'm going to cl- i'm going to be cleaning my own dried blood out of my ears for weeks is yes. such a very vivid description of what a match like that does to you physically beyond everything else the aches and pains oh yeah i still got some of that in there um i really like them selling that war they went to for this. And it's to me, and I'll talk about this later. Um, I think it's very important that MJF was nowhere to be seen on this episode so that when we see him next week, it's a big time moment.
0: Tremaine says heel Jericho tends to be the best Jericho GFY. Well, I hope he brings back GFY now because he should. It's, it's yes, a real thing. Yeah. Speaking of Ward low, he comes out, he talks about the struggles that his family faced when he was younger about how, Uh, he grew up poor and he saw his mom struggling to provide and he got into wrestling because he knew that was his opportunity. And even though he's still under contract to Maxwell Jacob Friedman and he's very thankful for the doors he's opened, he doesn't care anymore and he hopes that MJF will just release him so he doesn't have to powerbomb him repeatedly. And he says this is Wardlow's world. So Wardlow isn't like the most charismatic dude on the microphone in the world. But you know what? Neither was a guy named Dave Batista who happens to be one of the biggest action stars in the world right now. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. He's going to be just fine and this was a more than good promo to me.
2: Man, he's going to be more than just fine. Like we mm-hmm. we've been talking about the Wardlow Batista comparisons for a while.
0: They're right like, there, man. They're
2: right there. The template like, is there. Like Wardlow in in 10 12 15 years might not be doing this anymore cuz he might be in, in 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 hollywood making big time movies like yeah. he's he's a really good looking dude like he's got a fantastic voice like the timber of it is not too low like it's it's a really good voice um and and like well, while was he wasn't just like perfect on the mic he didn't make mistakes like he he, he was able to like lay out what he was saying perfectly it was a very white meat baby face promo like he even thanked mjf for the opportunity like that's but and here's the thing this is also so important for what i think the next step is here him saying mjf just released me from my contract so i can sign a new one with it with aew because if you if you just do that i have no problem walking away and washing my hands of you and i don't want to do it i not well nothing more from you i don't want to i don't, don't want to power bomb you into the center of the earth i mean i do but i'm not going to if you just do the right thing I love it. and let me out of my contract that's a really great baby face thing to do it shows that he's not going to back down from him if mjf screws with him but also he's willing to be the better man take the high road and walk away of course mjf's not going to let him do that so we're mm-hmm. going to eventually get to see him power bomb mjf through the center of the earth Wardlow is going to be one of the very very biggest stars in wrestling very quickly within the next couple of years and after that i believe he's going to be a huge crossover
0: sensation Tom says MJF gets Wardlow a DQ win next week and not the title. No. Well, there's a lot of there's a lot of conversation to be had there, and we will be having that towards the TNT title match. Yes. Chris says Wardlow can cut a promo. I was I was very impressed. Like it wasn't
2: We haven't seen him cut a promo like this ever. So we were all waiting to see like, can this dude talk? He's had a couple of like moments where he's had a a, a line or two and he seems like a cool guy, but like, we haven't seen him like, here is my story laid out for you while I'm talking on a microphone in the middle of the ring. We've never seen that before. So I thought he, I thought he passed that test with flying colors.
0: I thought he did too. This wasn't like a promo. This, this ain't like a hard times promo. I'll remember forever, mm-hmm. but I'll always like. I look at Wardlow and I'm like, well, that's not a deficiency. Like it's not, it's not a flat tire on right. his road to superstardom or anything like that. He's gonna be just fine. And I thought this was a great way to start it off. Yeah. Beard says Wardlow didn't need charisma for this promo because he came across real and very likable. Yeah. I mean, it does saying charisma doesn't mean like the rock or anything like that. I mean, just like that, that magnetism. But the magnetism that he had was how the hell is he going to do? Oh my gosh, he's relatable. Yeah. And like you this can big dude is sirloin beef. Sons of bitch is relatable. The the thing about him too,
2: is he's got such great facial expressions. Yes, he does. Like that, that he can carry a lot of that. What he's the strong silent type, unless you need him to cut a promo and then he can. That's great. I like the idea that he can be that. Like the the moment where he was came out at Revolution and was looking for the ring, couldn't find it, and then finally he did. In that moment where he was like, "Oops!" Like yeah. you can. He, that's charisma. Like being able to know exactly how to make that face and that moment work. Then that's charisma. It just hasn't has, to, has to, it doesn't have to exactly as you say be the
0: Rock cutting promos like that. We've got a couple more super, or super chats. Eric says 12 rounds, 10, Wardlow's four. <laughs> and Vallab says it's not just that he can cut a promo. He did it live in the middle of the ring, not a video package or a recorded segment. True. That is very true. That is very true. Bill says, I was praying that Wardlow didn't sound like David Beckham. Jesus. And Dan says, I honestly became the biggest Wardlow fan tonight. I'm a huge work rate kind of pro wrestling fan. Loved his promo. It struck a chord with me. That said, I w- legit want him to get the Goldberg push and chant, wrestling mm-hmm. megastar and crossover potential. I agree with both of those. I agree with the Goldberg push. He's already got the chant. The chants Goldberg. worked.
2: Now it's really going to be going when he's starting to have matches it's a babyface exactly.
0: all the time. He's got the chant going now. As far as like being a workhorse guy, like I don't think anybody would consider Dave Batista like a workhorse guy. But you best believe that when he and Undertaker, not also not a workhorse guy at that point, got snubbed out of their their main event spot, they said, All right, we're gonna show them who the workhorse guys are, and they could they could turn it on and they could do it. Yeah. And Wardlow can do it. He can yep. absolutely get it done. AEW world title match. Actually, let's talk about FTR before then. FTR yeah. just straight up fire Totally Blanchard. That's about it. They fired his ass. Uh, they didn't like the way that uh, they that he was talking to them. Zeke says, "Do they hire Bret Hart?" I would be shocked if Bret was going to go on the road all the time, yeah. but I mean, they—I bet you—if he was available, they would love to do it. Yeah,
2: I mean, that I'm sure that they would love that. Uh, <laughs> there were some really interesting things about this because they—the reason they fired him is because he wanted them to focus on getting the titles back, and they wanted to focus on beating up the Young Bucks. Yes. So, like, I mean, firing Tully Blanchard, who has only been a heel in AEW, is a babyface move. But focusing on beating up the Young Bucks, who are very soon going to be turning babyface, is a heel move. It's an interesting little gray area they've got for themselves. But I love what this signals more to me, is that the pinnacle is also crumbling. We had
0: just a million splits tonight, Yes. by the way. Yeah. I feel like they could have stretched these out a little bit. Like, this could have been a rampage. Yeah. And it would have been, it would have probably went a little bit better. Yeah. Wheeler Yuta and Pack happened, but it happened because of the match we're talking about next. <laughs> the world title match. But I yeah. do want to talk about that. This world title match did not go to the 60 minutes. No, of course And not. it happened early in the show. Yeah. I love this for multiple reasons. Yeah. Tony Khan looked at this within KFABE. Mm-hmm. I am to believe that Tony Khan looked at this and said, You know, actually, the TNT title match is bigger because we, we kind of know Hangman's going to win this. But you know what? God damn it. Dante earned the, the match. He's getting the match, whether I think he's going to win or not. But I'm going to have a match on standby because I don't expect it to go 60 minutes. And if it does, well, I don't want to start at the bottom of the hour. And uh, or mm-hmm. the top of the hour, and go the whole hour, and then have to scramble to put something together. So they had a standby match. I love the explanation of that, and I really liked Dante and Hangman Page. Now there were a couple spots I didn't like. There was obviously the botch on the on the body press, and then the Hurricane Rana into the the apron area that mm-hmm. Hangman kind of gingerly went through. Those weren't great spots. This was a fine match, though. I thought it was really good. It was the post-match that, that helped make Dante Martin yeah. because Hangman said, buddy, I know you had a tough year. You overcame a lot. You got to the title match and you didn't quite win it now, but I know you're going to be back here one day and I would love to do this again with you. This was really good for Dante. Now he gets to go back and do his tag team and uh, all is right in the world. And I, I just love them adding this match to this dynamite. Why the hell not? right um uh
2: i i also loved as you said this is that them having a standby match after this one uh is the exact opposite of how in every episode of wwe there was like i'm gonna make the main event right now Well, what was your main event before this like you you went into the show was starting and you had nothing to go on in the main event slot that's ridiculous Um, I liked that They actually had this whole thing planned out and well, we have extra time. Let's put another match on for you guys to watch. I thought that was good, but um, this match was a lot of fun. I I did enjoy a lot of the finishing sequence, Um, uh, but you're right. Um, Dante Martin uh, has consistently been put over over and over again, even in defeat. Like let's not forget the one dude Malachi black ever showed respect to after Malachi beat him, was Dante Martin? That nod from when Dante was top of the ramp and Malachi was still in, still in the ring. That nod after that after Malachi beat him, I'll never forget that. That was a very interesting choice that they did, um, and this as well for Hangman Page, who is the ace of the company, the champion, to call him back down to the ring to give him this pep talk. That meant a lot. Um, the only thing I would say is the the last Dante lost his last match, like. Like, I understand, I guess he was still number two in the rankings, but yeah. he lost to, to Will Hobbs to get into the, to the ladder match, and the next match we see him, he's getting a world title match. That's just not what AEW normally does. I'm going to let it slide because of the overall story of Dante Martin and this match, but I don't love seeing that as a, as a general rule.
0: Because he was so high up in the rankings, I was cool with it. Because yeah. what are you going to do? You're going to have him fall back down the rankings? <laughs> I mean, well, yeah. losing to Hangman doesn't hurt. That's true. Whatsoever. No, 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 no. Because, I mean, I, I grew up in the era. Like, I would tune in on Saturday, and it's like, Bret Hart versus Buddy Landell for the WWF Championship. And I was like, what? Yeah. What the hell are we doing here? I love yeah. it. Like, I'm all for that. Like, like these, If if he got there up in the rankings, and Hangman's willing to take the match. Yeah. I'm ready. I love it. So after this, we did get Adam Cole coming out. And he wants to face Hangman next week. We got a six-man tag. And Adam Cole very much implies it's the Young Bucks. Yeah. And then backstage, he's with all of them. And the Young Bucks are like, whoa, 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 whoa. We're not having anything to do with that. And then Adam Cole switches it up. We know he's about to pick the Bucks, but they say yeah. they don't want it. He goes, no, no, it's, it's Bob and Kyle. Yeah. And I love that Kyle was like, Man, you're so full of yourselves.
2: <laughs> you're very selfish guys.
0: Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, he's he's so good. Said um, that they they they're very young fellows. They know young, and they love to throw a party. They love to throw a party. They're his friends, not hangmans. They like, know hangman very well. Like so young so fe- young
2: fellows immediately disqualifies Bobby Fish. So yes, he's exactly. not he's not allowed to be involved. Um, uh, but I I I thought this was really good. It it also keeps that whole thing of young bucks they get to still stay heelish yes because they're not directly involved with all of this other stuff and i think that that's that's going to work uh fantastically um and uh the, the other thing of course related to this is that the the dark order want to like draw straws i guess to be hangman's partners for the six man tag was like i oh, just ran into jungle express and they were they wanted another shot at the bucks so I said, yes, I'm, I'm sorry, guys. But now Jungle Explosive doesn't even get a shot at the Bucks. They get a shot at Red Dragon, which I guess should be fine too.
0: Oh, man. Well, we got that pack, Wheeler to match, and the crowd was more concerned about uh, <laughs> Dan House. And actually, I should probably read some of the super chats. Uh, Miguel says, the final sequence into the Bucks shot, Dante and Paige is beautiful. Yes, and Dante's... Heel cracking hangman Ooh. in the back of the head. Ooh. Holy cow. Yeah. And then by by the way, backstage, as you mentioned, Dark Order was like so excited to team. Yeah. But this has been like the concern for me. And they're finally rectifying it. Yeah. Uh so such a big part of Hangman's journey to the top has been Dark Order making him even more likable. And then he's just not been around them lately. He's not been yeah. a good friend. And this was another instance of him maybe not being a great friend yeah and then them pretending they didn't care tony says they have to set up a reason that cole will betray the bucks they always pick uh others over him in some way well i mean also there's a guy named kenny omega um and and nerd Guru says unless it's leading him returning i don't know why they went to cole again i thought for sure punk was going to come out to confront page oh no no no! summer punk 3.0 well i as as much as I was sold on Omega coming back this past week, I don't think he's coming back anytime soon, based on yeah. what I'm hearing.
2: I I think you can you can do like hangman's gonna face somebody before he has a title match at double or nothing. I very much believe it's going to be punk versus hangman at double or nothing, but that's a yeah. long ways away. He's got to do something between now and then. Rematching and doing stuff with with Adam Cole, uh I, I'm is fine as anything else.
0: So this Dark Order stuff, I I really like. Chris says, Silver and Reynolds are going to be Cole's teammates to get back at Hangman next week. (laughs) I don't think they would do that. No. Brent says, put a mic anywhere near fish and all is well. Well, he'd probably use one of those old-timey mics that drops from the ceiling like that. That's because he's he's very old. Yes. That's the joke. He's old. Daniel says, here's my pitch. Six-man tag. Bucks and Cole are, are gelling. They do the kiss spot omega returns and turns on cole like srs has said but the bucks are in on it omega is out cold adam cole then the biggest irony allows hangman to pin adam cole until this week i would have thought that i just don't know if he's close to being back um yeah he had a lot of stuff to get fixed from what yeah. i understand like yeah. based on what i heard like I don't know how the man functioned in the ring. Like that's mm-hmm. that's how banged up he was. And uh, it made me gain even more respect for that guy from an in-ring perspective.
2: The, the whole vertigo thing just seems impossible to Buddy,
0: I, I had vertigo and like people would go to, to do, do a single leg and they would do the, the knee pinch and spin and the whole room just just wouldn't stop. And that guy's been wrestling with it and bouncing off the ropes and everything it's it's unreal and not only that like to get everything that he's had fixed man he's he's yeah i but anything's possible i guess josh says is it still too soon for dark order heel turn i don't think that group's gonna be heel for a yeah. long time yeah you can't it's i mean it's brody's team yeah Beard says give me bucks page omega Cole Fish, Kyle O'Reilly, and Claudio to help Cole. I, I I really think you gotta go elite versus undisputed era. Like yeah. the the straight up trios. You yeah. gotta do that.
2: You gotta do the trios. I think that page will have other things to do, you know. Yes.
0: I agree. And um those trios titles are coming. They are coming whenever Omega's back. They will. Connor says, Are we starting to see the build towards a Bucks face turn saying they don't want to do anything? With fighting Hangman. Yes, yep. Yep. I think so. Yep. I think so. Amir says, Dark Order bring in Bray Wyatt because Hangman dissed them? No. No. No.
2: No, I don't think so.
0: Ames Barrett's... I mean, maybe if if Tony was desperate for... I don't want to say desperate is a word I'd use uh, regarding Bray Wyatt, but it doesn't fit with the profile of this company. And I, I know Orange Cassidy and Dan Housen are there. Yeah. But, like, if he wanted to add some depth to, like, a Ring of Honor or something like that, I could see him bringing a guy in. I think a lot of guys are going to be brought in on AEW slash ROH right. deals, though.
2: Hey, I mean, the thing about Cassidy and Danhausen is they're very much tongue-in-cheek. Like, they're, they're, it, is, it is meant as for all of us to go, ha, 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 as opposed to Bray Wyatt, who's always been very self-serious. Even the stuff that he was doing when he was doing the Mr. Rogers Bray stuff, it was part of a darker, more serious theme.
0: James says, I know I've asked this before. Are we getting any closer to the much dreamed of Coda Kenny story? I think we're getting closer every day, honestly. I think it's gonna happen at some point. I do think so too. Mike Lima says Kenny Omega did a seven star match with Vertigo. That's Kenny Omega. Man. Sawyer says, I don't believe in it, but Kenny is a good spokesman for that cupping therapy. I've I've heard a lot of good things from people that get it done. Daniel says, Bucks turn, maybe Bucks FTR at double or nothing. I could see that match happening. I I definitely could. And speaking of uh, the the pinnacle exploding to some degree, ShotKid29 says, could this be an avenue to bring in the Briscoes? I'm going to say no. I wouldn't expect to see the Briscoes in AEW anymore, uh, unless there's like a, a big change. Sova says, with Wardlow turning face and FTR firing Tully, does this mean the end of the pinnacle? Will it continue with MJF Spears FTR? Yeah, I think it continues with with those. I mean, it's those are the four main guys. Wardlow was the muscle, and Tully yeah. was the manager.
2: I think that FTR might branch out and just kind of wind up doing their. They, they keep talking about how they want to go out. They're actually going to start doing like indie dates and going out and doing their own thing or whatever. I don't know if they're going to be around AEW as much as as, as normal. But also, sure. I could just see if it just comes down to MJF and Spears. Like yeah, like what? That's the whole uh, uh, like MJF has been insulated from everything else because he's got this shield of all these dudes. If it's just him and the dude with the chair and that's it,
0: what does that do to MJF? It's a good story. Tom says Tony D's thoughts on Jericho's turn.
2: Ah, geez. this freaking guy. Well, like, she. I uh, listen. You never can trust a guy who sings the rock music. That's what this Frank Sinatra. That's the only thing for me. Frank Sinatra, maybe a little Dean Martin, but none he of this, sang no that this, before. He this, sang rock, Frank. yeah, but this there's a wolf in sheep's clothing. You can never trust a guy who wears the leather the leather vest to the ring. Never trust him. That's why I like Eddie Kingston because he speaks his mind. He's right. I was right here. I like I like that guy.
0: Jambeard says this felt like a face turn for FTR. They want two heel teams, Bucks and Red Dragon, and Dax wanting to fight for his family. You know, I I don't hate that.
2: Yeah. I, I, don't. I
0: don't hate them going the prize fighter. We're only doing this for our family route. Yeah. Ron says Hangman is going to tag with the Bucks. Hangman is turning into Kenny. I don't I don't think that so. That would
2: surprise me. Plus, I, could, uh, I could see them get there if that's where they wanted to go but that would really surprise me.
0: Yeah. Uh, and and which, I mean, here's the thing. Hangman said that he picked Jungle Express because they wanted to get their hands on the Bucks again. Bucks ain't in the match. No. So I wonder, like, you know, Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy could just leave him high and dry. They could. That would be an interesting approach. Yeah. That'd be very interesting. And I honestly think that those two could work as like a pseudo-heeled team as well. Yeah. Dan says, hold up, guys. I played high school and college football against Bobby Fish. I also trained with him a bit at our local sports club. Are you saying I'm old? Damn, upstate New York and Section 2 football represent. Well, I mean, I think it's cool that you played football when they had like the leather helmets. The leather and stuff.
2: helmets. That was pretty
0: cool, man. That, that's Pretty awesome, man, the the fact that you're still here and you have the wherewithal to send a humper chat as opposed to a regular super chat. More on you, man. I mean, you got a couple more years before dementia hits you, but thank you. Thank you. We appreciate you. Yep. NerdGuru says, other than pettiness, I don't see a reason for the WWE to hold on to the Undisputed Era uh, trademark. Odds are they forgot they existed. They should just be called that. No, that's something that WWE... That's something WWE... Yeah, WWE put an awful lot into that. Like, I don't blame them for wanting to hold on to a trademark in which they put a whole lot of resources into. Like, listen, like you you can get me to think that WWE is petty for a lot of stuff, but I don't think they're petty for the most protected stable in the history of a brand, and quite frankly, one of the biggest stables they've ever had in the company's history. Yeah, I, I don't think that that's petty. Mark Losper says, say it with me, guys. Jurassic Express. Hey, Mark, say it with me. They keep calling them Jungle Express yeah, yeah. on TV.
2: They do. They shouldn't, they, but they do.
0: They do. Daniel says, here's my pitch six man tag. I, we read that one. Luis. Michael says, according to SRS, a fightful select, Miro signed a four year extension. Can you uh, comment on the details? Amir says, Juarez, Miro. WrestleBuzz says, a returning Miro to be a challenger for Hangman. I I mean, all I can comment on is the fact that they hammered out the deal last year around uh, All Out or Full Gear. Miro was not supposed to wrestle those matches. He had an injured hamstring. He came in. He did that favor. He's healed up now. His deal was going to be up this spring, which was a shock to me when I found out like a year and a half deal he had and then they reached a four-year extension and he hasn't been on television since Uh, i don't think that's a concentrated thing on his part he's good to go based on what i hear but miro staying for four more years i mean to be honest with you alex i would have figured that wwe probably would have been interested in maybe making him an offer to come back
2: i mean they should like you, you all you have to do is look at what he was doing as, as TNT champion and go oh yes. oh well let's just bring him back and do that that's amazing like because the, the, they struggled to figure out what to do with the guy after he rode a tank into WrestleMania they were like we're not really maybe he's a comedy act we're not really <laughs> sure like this this just do this so i i'm i'm i miss miro i really do but he can't just come back I see people like, oh, Miro should come back and like face Keith Lee. No, because neither one of those guys should be losing feuds. Yes. Like you gotta figure out who's the perfect guy for Miro to come in that's gonna that for Miro to to not not just squash guys, but have a really meaningful feud that Miro can come out on top of. I'm just not sure who that is or where that comes out. When they have the right spot for him, they'll bring him back.
0: Demolition Crunch says CM Punk blocked me again. No, he didn't. I'm looking at his Twitter right now, actually. I followed him yesterday. First time since 2015. Great pals, me and CM Punk. Great pals. Blood says, the I think the Kenny save of Hangman happens at Double or Nothing after Punk turns in the match. Punk could mess him up uh, to cover for mo- more months out. I mean, there's ways to get around Kenny doing a lot of stuff. You could yeah. delay his in-ring return by like a month or two after that. Mm-hmm. Because he comes and he makes uh, he attacks or something makes a return he cuts the promo the next week then you build towards his first match back and you do it in six man tags yeah dan says 40 years young guys come on give me and bobby fish a break old man is mad well bobby's like 46 or 47 buddy he's he's an older gentleman uh pack defeated Wheeler Yuda, who also I expect to be joining uh, another group crowd was most interested in dan housen they were not that there for this match besides that. Yep. And Pack gets the win. This made a lot of sense to me.
2: I like I like Pac uh still not winning with the red arrow, even though they're a the babyface team against House yeah. of Black. I like him still winning with the with that brutalizer. That's a really cool looking um uh submission move. I mean Pac's great. I'm always gonna love Pac. Um now just just like just I don't know, block out 20 minutes on a rampage or whatever. Give me Buddy Matthews versus Pac and tell them to go as fast as they can. That's what I just give it to me. I need it.
0: Yep. I am in agreement there. Alicia says, does anyone else feel like JR's commentary takes you out of the match or experience? Yeah, here and there. Here and there it does. Uh, We have the AHFO board meeting. This left plenty to be desired. It felt really rushed, but considering it was after a really long regal promo that Mm -hmm. I feel like probably wasn't supposed to go that long. Mm -hmm. I understand why Jeff straight up cut to the point. He says, you're trying to push me out. You're trying to vote me out. So let's vote. Cause I know my boys will never vote me out. Well, they did. And they beat Matt's ass. They did the thumbs up, thumbs down. They are more in sync with moves that require like two or three flips at a time than they are their thumbs up to down. Mm -hmm. Uh, But (laughs) Darby makes a save. Sting makes a save. And I use the term save very loosely for everybody involved in this segment because they come out and they're gingerly strolling to the ring. You know Darby's got a fucking skateboard. He could get there a lot quicker. Then they get beaten up and Jeff Hardy comes out. His brother is getting choked unconscious.
2: <laughs> oh, that's so good. They like Andrade has got a chair pressed into Matt's throat. For four and a half minutes while people are coming down to the ring. Listen. Dancing. Yeah.
0: I watch a lot of like murder mystery shows. It takes a lot longer to strangle someone than you realize. Yeah. They had all the, the all the time in the world. All the time in the world. All the time in the world. Jeff Hardy is there as reported yes. by FightfulSelect.com Indeed. on Saturday. I know a lot of you guys were disappointed by that MSG news. So I said, you know what? What the hoot heck? Jeff Hardy, he's going to be on Dynamite this Wednesday. I also mentioned that Swerve would be debuting at Revolution. But um, I reported today that AEW was getting the theme song, Zach Tempest's Loaded, which is a part... uh, I'll give you guys a little scoop right now. They've got the Hollies theme as well. (laughs) Because they acquired the entire catalog for licensing. So they're able to use, like if Bob Holly shows up, they can hit his music (laughs) and rest, rest his soul. Crash. Holly is no longer with us or else that would be an amazing cameo. Yeah. But like, I I would, I would really, really love that. This was okay. But the, the reaction was incredible. Uh, Bryson wants Linda's thoughts on Jeff Hardy's debut. (laughs)
2: Now the Jeff Hardy, I I really love the Jeff Hardy. I think he's a, he's a fantastic. He's a daredevil. He's he's a, he's he's one of those crazy ones who just who does the the dives off the top rope. He does the swanton bomb, which looks like it hurts him as much as it hurts the person he's doing it to. I just hope that Jeff Jeff's getting up there with years. I hope he doesn't you know break his back one of these days.
0: Keep that shit on Tuesdays, guys. <laughs> It's not for me. Josh Weaver says, "No, Sean. Private party pounded that ass that they did. That they did." um <laughs> Chris Rain says, "Nyla tweeted in loving memory of Nyla Swanton and AEW. Yeah, can't use that one anymore. Nope, that's his uh, now." <laughs> so, Josh Alexander on list goes on. We were, t- or maybe it was. I can't remember if it was list goes on or the list and your boy. We were like, "Have you ever worked Jeff Hardy?" He's like, nope. But I've heard stories, he's got the heaviest swanton in wrestling. Boy, did yeah. the butcher find that out tonight!
2: Yeah, yeah, no, yes, that, that, woof, yeah, no, but I, I love that moment of him, him, and Darby in the ring felt like it was like, oh, okay, there's like two generations meeting together, um, because it's, it feels like they're spiritual, uh, successors. I thought that was really cool, um, and yeah, we're probably gonna wind up getting the Hardy Boys sting and darby allen versus the butcher and the blade in private party all right i guess wonder who's I guess gonna win watch that, that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah kevin Steet says sting and jeff are gonna battle for darby's soul i would i would love to see that boy they'll play off some history there if they're both cool with it which i'd imagine jeff i'd imagine jeff would be cool with it mm-hmm. because of the fact that sting is even willing to work with him now yeah They'll, they'll probably reference that. And I don't think they'll do it in a distasteful way. Yeah. I think Sting will be like, I know that's not who you are type of thing. Because AEW wanted to make sure there were not substance issues with Jeff yeah. Hardy, and there weren't. Nope. And I can tell you now, there were people in WWE that were involved in that match that went to bat for Jeff Hardy. And they're like, he was not messed up. Yes, the, and they, they even said, yes, the behavior was erratic. It was very weird. He wasn't messed up. It was an off night for him. Yeah. So... I'm glad that that was the situation as opposed. We'll take erratic behavior over relapse any day of the week. Riley says, love Jeff dancing before saving his brother. And Larry says he knows there's no time, no wrong time to rock. <laughs> Ain't that the <laughs> truth. <laughs> Dan Beard says he pressed the taunt button instead of the running button. It's that new control scheme. I know, man. <laughs> they they got to get used to it, man. It's a whole new engine that he's got to get used to at AEW. Pauly Shore's cousin Johnny says, great to finally see Jeff and AEW. Hope they're happy they get to keep the iconic music. Looking forward to seeing the Hardys and Bucks. Uh, for those that wonder, no, they can't use no more words. There are some people for some reason that think that he sang that song. He did not sing that song. Hmm. He do- he performs it at some of his concert stuffs. Right. I think, but that's not his song. Sawyer says, "Darby shocked Pikachu face it was a pretty good moment. I'll have to go back and watch that. Yeah. Chris says, Brother Nero, I knew you'd come. So excited for the matches we're going to get to experience. I've heard so many funny stories about people like walking past Matt Hardy's hotel rooms. And they'll hear him cutting cameo promos as Broken Matt. (laughs) Like, I've heard that from three people now. I love it. Mark says, The Hardy Boys, Sting and Darby versus Private Party, Butcher and the Blade. Let's do that. Oh, that's, that's a hell of a match. It is. It is. Brian says, if Hardy's turn heel, who would be their best manager, Tully Blanchard or Don Callis? Well, unfortunately, it can't be Michael Hayes. No. Um, Bringing oh, Gangrel signed with MLW now. You can't Damn. do that one either. Mm. That's a callback. I don't know. I don't know that there is one.
2: Yeah, I don't think there needs to be one. They're, those guys aren't going to turn heel. They're, they're going to get yeah. cheered forever until they retire.
0: Brent says the future AEW dream tag team tourney grows. It does. There are a solid two years of just fantasy programs with yep. these guys. Yep. They can do it for a long time. Plus, you know, the Rocky Balboa, like, 06. We still got one left in us run mm-hmm. as well. Riley says my childhood favorite is all elite. Love to see Jeff. And uh, Sandoval says Vince brings in people like Logan Paul for his fans. Tony brings in people like Regal and Jeff Hardy for his fans. F the Fed. Damn, bro. Mark says, Jeff Hardy left, served out 90 days, signed to the new company, all before Veer was able to re-debut on Raw. Ridiculous. He was busy at Ikea, man. That chair was very hard <laughs> to put together. Well,
2: also, Ikea, those, that's hard to find your way out of that place. You know what I mean? you got got to follow the arrows on the ground. But if you don't want to go that way, you're completely lost to maze.
0: Drew says that somebody needs to tell Jeff there will be no dancing inside the narrative. Very clever. Uh, Okay. Luis uh, had a good idea. All right. Heel manager? Rebby.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) There you go. Yep. That's that's a brilliant one, Luis. That is. Detrain says Jeff Hardy came before Veer. How? Well, I mean, listen probably got lost. He doesn't know where he is. He's coming all over the place. And when you're coming all over the place, you probably don't want people to, to see your browser history. And when you're coming all over the place, you might worry about region blocking. Not with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Right now you get a great deal and an additional month off free when you use NordVPN.com slash Fightful. If you're coming in an Ikea and you're using their public Wi-Fi and it's unsecured, That's a hotbed for hackers. They're online trying to figure out how to put all that stuff together. And they're just going to steal all your info. Not with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. So whether you're on your phone, your desktop, your laptop, your smart TV, even your router, NordVPN.com slash Fightful as you covered. You can also use that code Fightful. Maybe it's, maybe you want to watch Million Dollar Arm. The Disney classic Million Dollar Arm, which is based on Veer. But your region blocked and you can't get Disney Plus in whatever country you're in. Not with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Maybe you prefer the WWE Network to Peacock. Well, you can use NordVPN.com slash Fightful, change your virtual location with just one click, and subscribe to WWE Network. It's a good time, my friends. Also, a 30-day money-back guarantee with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. We are so proud to be working with these fellas. At NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Hit them up at NordVPN on Twitter. Let them know you heard about them from us come where you want when you want thanks to the ability to change your location with just one click virtually mark says hashtag findVeer. father lasagna said shout out to jeff hardy for being both both charismatic and enigmatic by choosing to try to sneak that dance in on his way to the ring to rescue matt matt piss in blood for two <laughs> weeks because of this oh my god amazing Nerd Guru says, Jeff looked so happy. He deserves this final run with Matt. Him and Darby could be special. Maybe he fixes things with Sting. I, I would love to see that layer done yeah. as long as everybody's okay with it. Yeah. Zach says, Tony Schiavone put in a lot of work tonight. Hopefully he's got a nice, comfortable mattress to rest up on. Helooksleep.com slash Fightful. Did you see Anna Jay respond to Max Caster's rap on Twitter? Well, I expect that he said, or she said that Jungle Boy has seen boobs, in fact, because that's what Max Caster alleged before this outstanding match. Yeah. Uh, At one point, I bought this as the finish. Me too. I could not believe it. Uh, Frank Odell said, Am I late? Uh, Has there been a reason for the lack of the Jurassic Express team name? I don't know. I'm going to try to find that out. But the acclaimed continue to get better and better and better and better and better. Yes. Max Caster carries the mic work. Mm -hmm. Anthony Bowens carries the in-ring work. It is a perfect pairing. And at one point, I thought they were going to win the damn titles. Yes. Uh, But, I mean, still then, Jungle Express, Lucha Express, whatever the hell you want to call them, Jurassic Express, Jungle Saurus, and Lucha Boy, I don't give a damn. It was a good (laughs) match, and I love that they made this match. This was fantastic.
2: Yeah, I also, I loved the, the reason it was made is that Jungle Express, they wanted, whatever they're called, uh, Jurassic Express, wanted, um, told Tony Khan, we want to defend our titles on Dynamite. That's what Tony tweeted out. So here, I made this match for you. Um, I, I, that's great. Um, and yes, you're right. That, that I don't know what that was. It was like a, it looked like the beginning of like the Magic Killer, but then they flipped him up into like a, a some kind of crazy pile driver Minochu Michinoku driver thing. I'd never seen that double team move before. Looked amazing. And we knew that Luchasaurus was, was disposed of outside. He was not going to make the save. I really believed that. Oh my god, they're gonna they're gonna have a flash, yes, crazy title change that we're not expecting. <laughs> well, buddy, they did. <laughs> well, they did, they they did later, but that one I was actually expecting. I, uh, this would have been crazy because i was like because for for those split seconds i was like oh what if they're going to do a transitional champ to put the belts on another babyface team like proud yes. and powerful or whatever but i i totally they sold me a ticket with that near, near fall i i, I love the finish i thought it was that 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 like escalera into a doomsday device is yes. crazy i i loved it i thought it was a I, fantastic match and uh, the Acclaimed is one of those teams that I feel like you could put on a possible like developmental type of ring of honor sure. and give them the ROH tag belts and let them run with it for like six months.
0: And um, one criticism that I do have, that, that boom box spot sucked. It was mm-hmm. so bad. Mm-hmm. It was so bad. Yeah. Um, Bill says could be worse. Could be the Viking experience. I mean, I, I like the name just fine. It's just, yeah, Viking experience sucked. Yeah. Brendan says the acclaimed as tag champs would be fine by me. They're fantastic. A great example of stars being built over time. Yes. They get themselves over with every pre-match rap too. So, yeah. I mean that, that goes a long way.
2: Yeah.
0: RH says CM Punk friendship on a pole match. Kate versus SRS. I'm winning that one. Eric says, fine, Sean, I'll get NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Well, thank you. The train says SRS. use my Humper chat. <laughs> To transition into a sponsorship commercial. Not even mad, just impressed. All hail the Dong Lord. Well, not only that, it got you to send another one. Yeah. So who's the master marketer here? Demolition Crunch said, Odd that both Tully and Arn aren't managing anyone. I would like... Arn's
2: managing his kid and and Lee Johnson. We just don't see them on TV very often.
0: Yeah. And I would like for them to manage a new marquee team to go after FTR. I think that could work.
2: That might be interesting.
0: Daniel says, I want a rampage with two matches. Buddy Matthews versus Pack, Darby Allen versus Phoenix. That's it. Would be a great episode. Wow. Sure. Yeah, that'd yeah, be Yeah, let's do that. Let's just while oh, we're booking shit. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Why not? J.W. Pringle says, how can anyone not like Dan Housen? There are some people out there, but I mean, man, even Cornette likes that dude. So, I mean, there you go.
2: J.R. I literally said, it like, well, some people seem to enjoy him, so that's fine with me.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Chris Kessler says Wardlow, aka the franchise, looks like a major star. He's got that classic ideal pro wrestler body, good looks, personality, the ability to talk, which he'll even get better at it with more reps. That's Absolutely, true. Chris. He's got all that stuff, and knowing that he can cut not just a competent promo but a sympathetic promo. Yep, a sympathetic promo when you look like that ain't easy. Yeah. It is not easy to make people go, "Aw, this poor guy." <laughs> That's true. <laughs> it is. It is a. Um, yeah, it is a uphill battle. Yeah, uh, James Boris says, "Can William Regal comment on why uh, why he is the best British talent in AEW and whether or not Pac cares?"
2: I love Pack. I think he's a fantastic. He's very good, very very good, very very technical young wrestler. But but no one's better than than old Sunshine himself. Yours truly, William Regal.
0: But we have a guest in the chat pretty important guest oh yeah thunder rosa's here (laughs) she says give me a cage i don't know why she's sitting here calling out brian cage or christian cage but we're running a story on it thunder rosa you you, yeah she she put me over in our interview which unfortunately the footage is lost The footage is i've lost my camera Uh, i'll plead everybody if somehow you find it i just want the memory card back i've got the audio though she said i was a great journalist I'm going to run a story about her challenging Christian and Brian cage, but in all seriousness, she says, ding dog, the wicked, witch will be gone next week. Oh man. Thunder Rosa beats Layla Hirsch and gets her title shot. Yes. The crowd was not quite there for this match, but Thunder Rosa was to win. I think that was the thing. Everybody knew it was a foregone conclusion that this was going to be a wrap and, um, Thunder Rosa, gets the title match a cage match as announced after this Perfect. for next week St. Patrick's Day Slam Dr. Britt Baker DMD that's a pretty good promo on her afterwards as well I feel like AEW could have done a lot more with this feud I feel like Rosa should have had a longer battle to the top yeah and uh but I'm I'm excited for this match because they had to battle following last year with no stipulation and that ain't easy yep so this i think this is going to be real easy for them i think they're going to have a classic match i think it's going to be a match of the year candidate next week yep i can't wait for it uh what'd you think
2: um revolution i, I predicted what was going to happen going into it it, it? it happened the way I thought. That that we talked about this last week. Rosa getting the getting the clean pinfall over Britt Baker. It, going into the pay per view, was like that's not what they would normally do. So mm-hmm. I think it was it was to set up this thing, which is that Britt Baker requires all of this help, everybody interfering on her behalf to be able to beat Thunder Rosa. Well, Thunder Rosa is going to get her rematch, and they're going to do it in a steel cage so that nobody can interfere. It's perfect. And they're going to do it next week in San Antonio. They're going to do it in front of a much much bigger audience than would, them than would have been at the pay-per-view. They're going to she's going to be feel like a bigger star because more people are going to see it. More people are going to see this cage match which is going to be I think a better match than the one they had at the pay-per-view. And I'm I'm very excited to see that moment. Where Thunder Rosa, after a after a year, because it was going to be like almost a year to the day yeah. of her beating Britt Baker in that in that mat uh, in that match, um, she's going to hold up that that brand new amazing title belt in front of those fans in San Antonio. It's going to be a moment that will be a seminal moment in AEW for years to come.
0: Brendan says he can't wait for that hometown pop. Tremaine says I'm pissed. I moved to San Antonio to be close to my family, and the one time they come. I have to work that day, and any good tickets cost at least $400. This is butt shit, Man, I mean, let me tell you, there's probably not a bad ticket in that arena, to be honest with you. Like, they, their arenas are very, very good for, for viewing and stuff. Norm says, hola, Rosa. Can't wait for you to win the title in San Antonio. You deserve it. She does deserve it. I, I've spoken openly about how much I respect Thunder Rosa for all that she went through and improving when she could have just coasted and helping out a lot of other people. Um, she is an example of really, really hard work. jambeard says that he's down for a Rosa Brian Cage match. I bet it'd be good.
3: And uh,
0: <laughs> we've got we've got Bill saying Rosa and Nicholas Cage. Sign me up. volab Despite all Brits' rage, she's still getting Rosa in a cage. <laughs> That's good stuff. Nerd Guru says I hate the women's title stuff. I get the hometown, but Rosa shouldn't have lost on the pay per view because why is she next? I hope they end Britt's Reign of Terror. Well, she had to win a contender match to get there. Um, yeah. I understand her getting another crack at, at, at an opportunity because Tony Khan ain't stupid. He yeah. watches the show. Yeah. He saw what happened. So she probably deserved that opportunity again. Right. It wasn't just like, here's your rematch. Next time, bring some damn backup with you. Right.
2: That's the other thing is that we're we're... I think they could have done more to... Uh, explain why Mercedes wasn't involved at the pay per view, um, but they're they're doing this thing now. They're having Jamie Hayter versus Mercedes. Maybe those two will cancel each other out, so they can't be involved next week. Maybe that's the story they'll tell. Um, but uh, I think it's really interesting is that that we love that 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 lights out match a year ago so much, and um, because it didn't count, Britt Baker ascended to the title match double or nothing, while Thunder Rosa did not. But as soon as Britt Baker became champion, we all immediately said the only person who's going to take that title off of Britt Baker is Thunder Rosa. But it couldn't happen immediately because we all thought Britt at the time deserved a long reign. Now we're finally getting to a point where it's, that reign is coming to a natural end and still the only person who's going to take that title off of Britt is Thunder Rosa. It just it took us longer to get there than I think a lot of us wanted, but it's been like almost predetermined since day one.
0: Zach says, I think tonight, tonight paid off. Britain Rosa versus Revolution puts a cage match on free TV so it can hopefully main event and be seen by more people. And the special stip calls to mind the lights out match. Uh, well, I reported on FightfulSelect.com that the finish of that match this past weekend changed multiple times. And also that belt, uh, as, as Leather by Dan mentioned the turnaround was like three weeks. He said it was the fastest he's ever put together a belt by a full week. That's amazing. Derek says people say the feud needed to be longer, but forget Thunder Rosa was in the TBS tournament for months, buddy. That ended like two months ago. Yeah, like she could have, like they could have parlayed that immediately into her working her way up. Um, it it just could have uh, used some more attention for sure. Mm-hmm. Zanthius says, how has Tony, someone in a position of thor- authority, not strongly suggested that Layla Hirsch maybe take a break from wearing ring gear, draped in Russian flags for a little while, given what's going on? Man, I ain't touching that with a 10-foot pole. Um, she was she was born there. She was born there. And I I, I would imagine she doesn't agree with what's going on. Yeah. Um, it's the government, not the people. Swerve versus Tony Nese for Rampage. Well, FightfulSelect.com, please subscribe today. Reported that Swerve would be at Revolution. Good, he's gonna beat Tony Nice. He said as much. He's like, just like old times. I'm gonna beat your ass.
2: Beat your ass on Friday, just like he used to do on yeah. 205 Live. But here's the other thing: is that that match is gonna be a low key banger because those guys work really, really well together. Yep. Tony nice is yeah. the is the perfect guy to make somebody else look good in defeat and and just move on from that match. Tony Nieves is really, really a great wrestler. It's just we all know what his role is here. It doesn't matter. I mean, the match is gonna be bad. Swerve's going to move on to something important pretty quick, I think.
0: Yeah, he's going to get a big push. Mark says, obviously, Arn and Tully are reforming the Brain Busters. (laughs) Clever. (laughs) QT tried to recruit Keith Lee, tried to help him out with Team Taz because they have a mutual enemy. I like this because it made sense for QT to try. Yes. The overreaction to Keith Lee saying, I'm good, was comically bad. Yeah. (laughs) That was so bad. However... QT has a very unique ability to make you want to watch him get his ass kicked. It never gets old watching that guy get his ass kicked. And that is a good way to keep a job in pro wrestling. Yep, Not much really to add to this, but there you go. Jade Cargill is kissing people now. The kiss of death. Uh, That's how she's putting people away. I got to put over this tweet from Nyla Rose that she put out. HLA is now all elite. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh my God. Uh, sure. Why not? Yeah. If that's what she wants to do and everybody's cool with it, whatever. I Mark do Quinn, like,
2: go ahead. They're making, they're making a big deal of this is going to be 30 and O. so either this next one for her 30th is going to be the big surprise or she's gonna get to thirty and oh and then say, "Listen, I've beaten everybody here. There's nobody in that locker room who can stand up to me." And then you get somebody coming in like sure. in Athena or something like that. I think that'd be a great way to do it.
0: I agree. Lord uh, Bebop says Lord Regal Regal showing best of British. What a classy promo! Ward Lowe's was awesome too. Glad Scorpio Sky got the win. It's about time. Well, before we get to that, um. No, we're there. By God, I just looked. We're at that segment. I was yep. saving it towards the end. Danielson and Moxley defeat the Work Now, I just want to say, in the ring, not John Moxley's best night. Uh, he whiffed on that dive, whiffed on another another something, but this was a, an established, like, this is them teaming up type of thing. Yeah. I loved the way they handled Sunday. I thought it was perfect. Yep. Um, <clears throat> This match was to say, they are a unit now. Here's that guy, William Regal. Chris Rain says, it was great to see the workhorseman on my TV. That it was. Uh, We got people pitching who could join. Amir says, any chance Cesaro or Joe join? William says, would he be a better fit with Danielson and Regal? Uh, Irene says, with Regal now managing, is the Wheeler-Garcia-Moriarty faction still happening, on hold, or not happening? Uh, Tony P says, the best friends of the lone survivors of the original AW gang wars. Imagine this Mox and Danielson versus House with Black, who preaches violence, is uh, pure human human nature. And then Jambeard says, I know they want uh guys like Garcia or Moriarty, but I'm down to bring in Thatcher. So mm. let's attack those one by one. I don't think Thatcher's coming in unless mm. they bring him in for the ROH thing. Mm-hmm. Joe, perhaps. Or he could be doing something else. Yeah. Moriarty, Garcia, Yuta, I think you have to. Um, I'd liken it to a situation I know pretty well. Jessamine Duke used to train at a very good gym local to me, about 40 minutes away. It was a really, really good gym. And she became one of the top prospects uh, in MMA at that gym. Then she got on the Ultimate Fighter, And Ronda Rousey said, how about you move across the country and live and train with me and Shayna? And she said, well, shit. Okay. Because how could you turn that down? Right. Now, as we would later find out, Ronda Rousey's coach absolutely sucked. But when Ronda Rousey wants you to do something, you're going to come and do that. Yeah. No no ill will, old team. But got to take that opportunity. If you're Garcia, Yuta, and Moriarty, no will will Matt Seidel or 2.0, but you gotta do it. Maybe Garcia is the holdout because he's got Jericho now. Maybe. Mm-hmm. But I would really love to see them still do it. Claudio, that would be great. He would be a great addition as well.
2: Yeah. I think I think Claudio works really well as like um, that that's the silent partner. I think it'd be a lot of cool things to have him there doing stuff, but there's a there's a lot of openings here. I, I could absolutely see this turning into like a little Cobra Kai dojo kind of a thing where, where the, yes. you're training up the young guys. And and also you could have very different personalities of these things. Maybe Wheeler Yuda, who's been hanging out with the best friends, is slow to embrace his inner violence. But maybe after a while, he's the one who's the wild card. Who's like who snaps on people and stuff? Cause he, he can't handle that kind of pressure. You could do some really cool stuff with Regal and Danielson and Mox like boot camping these guys into being what what you could do some really cool stuff. I'm not sure what, but I will say I love just the very subtle ways that like Danielson and Mox are gonna start to mesh. Like where he had he had him up in that in that stretch, the surfboard stretch, and was able to reach up. And Mox tagged in and got in and slapped the guy across the chest while he he could not protect himself. That was a cool little maneuver I'd never seen before. I I am excited about what this is going to bring, but mostly I'm excited for William Regal.
0: Reminder, guys, leave a thumbs up. You can get in your Super Chats or Humper Chats, humperchats.com. A couple more plugs, fightfulselect.com. We would greatly appreciate that. Also, I'm on Cameo now with all of the proceeds going to charity forever, period. Uh, Last month, I donated to local animal shelters in my area. Uh, This month, it is to Ukrainian relief efforts. Jimmy Van will match them this month as well. So check it out, Cameo.com. I'll break news for your eFed. I'll roast you. I'll do birthday wishes, anything like that to help out a good cause. And William Regal is what a lot of people want to talk about. Brent Lockman says, to be fair, Regal being there added an hour. (laughs) There there was some rambling to this promo, but this is the first time the guys got to cut a long, free promo in a while. He thanked Tony Schiavone. He was making everybody in the goddamn ring cry. He was. Tony was getting emotional. He even made himself cry. But uh, he said that, he's there to add years to people's career. He says that Danielson is the wrestler. He always should have been. He is the perfect wrestler. He put over John Moxley as well. Simple, effective, emotional. I loved it.
2: Yeah. I I love that moment. Like, you know, him, him and Shivani, where he was like, you know, when I first came to this country, you helped me when you didn't have to. And I'll never forget that. Like that was, that was beautiful. Um, and uh, the the stuff he said about Danielson were like, uh, I had all these problems because we know about his 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 past demons that he's had to overcome, which is why he sees a little bit of himself in Moxley, which is yes. a cool a cool thing a wrinkle for them to go into too. But also, you were the perfect wrestler. You're the wrestler I should have been, if I if I could have ever really fully gotten over my demons. I'm like that's and you could tell like. Brian Danielson being told by William Regal that Brian Danielson is the perfect wrestler. You could tell that's Ooh. like the greatest compliment he could ever possibly receive. And he was being paid it in real time for the first time. That was not something that was prepared. He did not know he was going to be told that. And you could tell that really shook him to, to be told that by his by his hero. Like I, I, I thought this was, it was rambling in places, but it's understandable. I mean, like this moment, my goodness.
0: Reminder, you can get additional content on Fightful Overbooked. That's youtube.com slash Fightful Overbooked. James says, war games are war games. <laughs> Josh says, Danielson and Regal teaching Garcia and Yuda, but when they fail at something, they have to go out back with Moxley. I love it. Yeah. I love it, Josh. That could be that's, that's, that, that's that shit I like. Yeah. Riley says, uh, I didn't know Regal was fifty three. I think he could still go if he wanted to. Mm. Would love a six man tag with Regal, Brian Mox or Regal Brian match. So uh, William Regal is nowhere near like his his ring shape. He's just no. not, and he hasn't wrestled in a long, no. long time. Like we're talking like eight, eight eight and a half years. He did his his big twenty twenty one minute match and NXT, and that was his farewell. And even that was five months removed after his prime his his last wwe run right like he his best days are well behind him it was hard for him to stay in the ring for an extended period of time there at the end um he had a lot of stuff that he physical stuff that he had to battle never say never anything's possible man yeah. anything is possible nathan DePaul says regal's dojo versus suzuki dune win That's what I want to see. I want to see like the young lions here against some of the young lions in New Japan. Peyton says, how do you look at William Regal and say, yeah, let's fire him. His promo ruled and I can't wait to see more of this stable. So Alex, did you watch all of the scrum on? No, I I wasn't
2: able to watch all of it. No.
0: He had a fantastic point about ROH, NXT and NXT 2.0. And he was like, well, here's why I understand why they revamped it. Which do we prefer? And we all said NXT. I saw this part. Yeah. Yeah, And then we said, which he said, which do you think is more conducive to Vince McMahon's vision of wrestling? We all said 2.0. And he said, there. That's why I don't think it was a bad idea for them to change. Did I like the other thing better? Did we all? Yes. But he's going to do what he's going to do. Why would he keep on? Spending time and money creating stars that eventually I'm going to sign and capitalize <laughs> off of. Why would he do that? Yeah. Well, now that he ain't anymore, I need to start doing that myself. Yes. yes. Somebody else ain't going to do it for me. Yes. Um. And now that's not verbatim. That's what I took from it. So that's likely what we're, we're going to see out of ROH. And I'm yeah. down with it. And yep. yet, what better guy to have there than William Regal? And I keep saying this. I think Matt Hardy should become Tony's Pat Patterson, a Finnish guy, a creative guy. Think yeah. of all the characters he's thought of for himself yes. and got over. Like yes. a million of them. Yeah. Like he's gotten so much shit over. Well,
2: the other thing about AW is it just – you you're able to listen to the actual performers yeah the performers are creative people you know, nobody gets into wrestling who isn't creative and what hasn't like done that created their own character in their backyard like yeah. people are creative and in the inner place nobody gets listened to
0: mark losper says sting a 62 was on the shelf now jumping off balconies way of has a this company has a way of delivering things you don't expect now that is true but also um like Sting kept himself in really, really good shape, or, or mm-hmm. at least pretty decent shape. Good enough. Yeah. I mean, I think a better comparison would maybe be Tully. Yeah. Because Tully wrestled a handful of matches in the 2000s, but really, other than that, hadn't wrestled in decades and came back. But yeah.
2: Regal, Regal pulling out the brass knucks one time might be fun.
0: Yeah. Anything's possible. Josh Weaver says, I think Mox and Danielson should recruit J.D. Drake and get him away from the wingmen. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Like
0: them whipping him into shape would be good. Yeah, that would be fun. Eric says, thanks for the 70% off NordVPN. I think you will legitimately love NordVPN.com slash Fightful. I truly love using it. Uh, NerdGuru says, NXT fans that got pushed away after it changed, don't watch anymore, should watch this Regal promo. It was a masterclass. Regal is the best. I mean, I thought, I th- just think it was real. I think that's what it was. I thought, yeah. it, I think it was him talking more than it was a promo. And it was it, you could
2: tell it meant something very deep to him to be able to give that promo.
0: Yes. Brent says, when does Mox bring in Shooter? He should bring in Shota Umino. Yeah. That should be his big thing. If I were AEW, I'd be calling up New Japan and saying, let's let us have him. We promise you he'll be over as hell. Yeah. That's what I would love to see. Mark says, Jade versus Camille. Give me what I want. That'd be a fun match. And Nikolai says, slightly off topic. Should we read anything in the Nightmare Factory? Postponing their April class. Great show tonight. Regal even made me cry. Happy for Scorpio. I talked to Cody tonight, and it... it, He seemed to indicate to me that that wasn't the case. But I don't know. I mean, workers work, and he is a supreme worker. I'll put Brian Danielson said he didn't learn how to lie until he rode with Cody Rhodes, and Cody Rhodes taught him how to lie. So if you think I'm just going to talk to Cody Rhodes and be like, sure, pal, <laughs> come on. Come on, man. Yep. Your boy's a little bit smarter than that. Um, but yeah, I. I don't think there's nothing to it. You know what but, I mean? I think there's something to it. Sammy Guevara versus Scorpio Sky. Scorpio Sky wins the TNT title. Chris says he's so happy for it. Jambeard says he really needs Wardlow to slash sna- smash him next week and become the champ. Then Wardlow, MJF at double or nothing for the title. MJF wins his first title off Wardlow. Well, there is a lot to unpack here. First off, that 630 to the outside through the table. Let me just say fuck. <laughs> what? Yep. The he- what are you doing, bud? Yes. That was amazing, horrifying. I'm glad they gave him the entire commercial break yes. because they should. Um that was unbelievable, Alex. Buddy, that was good. He, so he was sitting there winking at the camera and doing the, the crazy. And JR's, the one time JR isn't like, what the hell are you doing? What are you doing? Well, it cost him. And then later on, the shooting star press cost him as well. Mm-hmm. I thought there was some great in-ring. Um, Scorpio Sky has been touting his one-year undefeated streak. Yep. But his schedule has not been as tough as Sammy's. Like, I think that plays into the match. Sammy did a match-of-the-year candidate on Friday, did a Spanish fly off the set on Sunday, defended the title on Wednesday. Yep. It caught up to him. His high-risk attitude caught up to him, and Scorpio Sky captured it. Um... God, there's so much to just unload on right here. We're gonna save the Page Van Zant thing till yeah. later. This match was really good.
2: Yes, it really was. Um, uh, the what I love is that the, the 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 one consistent storytelling thing about about Sammy's character since he's become TNT champ is he always takes the unnecessary risk. Yes, and it always pays out for him, but eventually it's going to bite him in the ass and that was tonight and that's 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 just poetry man like yeah. that's that's a fantastic story he like uh, on on uh, on on sunday there was no need to do that crazy spanish fly off the part of the set through the tables you didn't need to do that what happened when you did that well it didn't hurt your team your team still won the match but it hurt you you came into the into the match with your ribs taped up and what happened you got your ribs taped up but you say, watch me. I'm crazy. I'm going to do this 630 splash onto this dude on the table for no reason because you can't pin him on the outside. What are you doing? That's unnecessary. But because he's crazy, he's going to do it. And it finally caught up to him. And that's the storyline of, of Sammy Guevara. It's In a great this match. It's a great story. It, it actually makes perfect sense. And that's why I love what AEW does. Like that somehow has qualified as long-term storytelling and it tells the story of Sammy Guevara from beating Miro to now that that's the spin the story. He takes necessary risks and eventually it's going to catch up to him and it caught up into a night. And that's why he lost the match.
0: Chris says he laughed when Scorpio told Ty that he, he would kiss Sammy for her. Uh, And Grant says Sammy deserves an Academy award for the cell job. I love that They brought out Ty. Yep. There it made a lot of sense because yeah. why would she not be concerned there? And everybody knows. Uh also, did, did Regal of Life fuck Tony Chiffon here or was I tripping? It seemed implied. He, he did, he did. It seemed implied. I mean, that wasn't a super chat, but listen, we're here to answer the tough questions <laughs> and ask the tough ones, too. Yeah, so there's a free one for you. Yeah. Brent says, if I do anything crazy and it goes wrong, I'm young. I can just go to the hospital, Sammy said once in an interview. I hear it every time. Yeah. Exactly. Um, Jeffrey says, the way that some fans treat Sammy and Ty about their personal lives online is downright disgusting. Guys, I actively encourage you to uh, treat people like dog shit if they act like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, legitimately, if they're butting into people's personal lives, tell them they're fucking stupid tell them they're weird or just uh, you know I don't know show up and,
2: and... <laughs> I do do what I do just if, if I see people making those comments I preemptively
1: block because I know I'm not gonna oh, have anything to say no you know? say goodbye
0: You know what I mean? Listen, I encourage violence, Alex. <laughs> I'm I think that weapons should yeah. be used here. Yeah. I'm completely serious about this. I'm not joking, and it won't be taken out of context mm-hmm. whatsoever. I, I think that's what should happen. Yeah. Um, yeah. I th- I mean, my God, I saw so many people that were like, Oh, the kiss of death, they got tattooed. It was a fucking temporary tattoo, guys. Sammy and Ty got their names tattooed on each other. A temporary tattoo. That's what you should do. Just tattoo gun anybody. Yeah. Anybody that does this and say, mind your fucking business. Yeah, true. That's what you should do. Anyway. Yeah. Mark says the black community will rightly eat this company alive if they take the title off of Scorpio after a one-week reign. I don't think it will happen. I think Wardlow loses. Mm. I think that MJF will cost him the match.
2: Why would MJF cost him the match? Why? Why wouldn't he? Because he told he told uh, Wardlow, "Don't worry. If you win the title shot, I won't. The title shot is yours. But the contract says that any titles." Wardlow wins. Maybe. Go to MJF. Like, uh, that's 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 my prediction. I think, but we'll talk about what happened at the end of this match, Perhaps. and then I'll give my prediction for next week. Perhaps.
0: Lord says, uh, Lord Jackson says, I know he's still a tr- just a transitional champ, but hell yes, Scorpio, my boy. The man once wrestled a tag match in dress shoes on short. No, no, he did. He's amazing. Yeah. He says, I unironically want him to win the world title at some point and become the first Grand Slam champion. I think that Scorpio will find that something to set him apart. Grayman says any word on the Briscoe's Soldiers of Savagery or any other ROH stars, maybe a Kings of Wrestling Reunion in the summer. Motor City Machine Guns are back. Why not? Uh Saban signed with Impact. Um, I haven't heard of any any other stuff, any other people going to ROH. Maybe the Briscoes, because then they won't be in AEW. Matt says, I was confident Sammy was going to win this. Now it means Scorpio is going against an extremely overward low. If Scorp loses a one-week reign, I'd be surprised if that uh match ends clean at all. I don't think it's gonna end clean. If Wardlow wins, then it will. Then it mm. will. Normhausen says evening boys. How long till Miro challenges Wardlow for the TNT belt? Because Wardog is definitely winning that next week. I'll need hosed off for that one. I'm not convinced. I'm not convinced that MJF doesn't cost him the title. I really don't. And Bill says do you think Wardlow will refuse the match because he would need to give the title to MJF. No, I think he would still do it. I mean they're why wouldn't he do it just, just to, right. for the sake of doing it?
2: So so um th- what happens at the end of this is it, it is it's building to what is almost all- obviously to me, Sammy Guevara and Ty Conti versus Scorpio Sky, or I guess Ethan Page and Paige Van Sant in a mixed tag match. That seems to be a major thing we, we built to because there was all kinds of interference. Paige van Sant laid out Ty Conti signed her AEW contract on Ty Conti's ass. Like there was all of that. So I feel like Scorpio is going to be cost the match next week by Sammy. And we don't see MJF at all until after Wardlow wins the title. And then with Wardlow standing there, holding the title up, we hear MJF's music and he comes out holding the contract with Mark Sterling. And he says, sorry, buddy. That title's mine. it says so right here. Like the, what an amazing heel moment for MjF to to take the title from Wardlow. He did not win it, but it's his now. Like that's a huge heel moment for him. Also, we're all cheering for Wardlow because he won and it gets taken away from us. Like that would be yes. an amazing moment. That's what I predicted. Hope happens.
0: Nerd Guru says this company's made so many great signings of late. we need more women. The market is plentiful. Athena, Tony, Nixon, Newell, or home runs. They are, they all should be signed in my opinion. And, um, Lord Jackson says, to be honest, if Cody and Brandy hadn't left, they were totally supposed to be in this storyline instead of Sammy and Tay, right? Wish they were still around to them getting beat down while the audience cheers for ATT would have been hilarious. Yes. They, from what I understand, this was supposed to have a Cody Brandy integration there. And, uh, I have to put over Tony Khan and this whole tie-in of why Sky got the match. Sky was offered a spot in the ladder match. And Dan Lambert last week said, no, I'm going to make sure that you get that title before the person who wins the ladder match. And he did. And Tony Khan said, you know what? He made me a deal. He'd give me deliver me Paige Van Zant if I gave Scorpio Sky a title match. Mm-hmm why wouldn't tony do Perfect. that why wouldn't they this was brilliant all around it made dan lambert look look smart it made tony khan look smart for not only accepting it but not really trusting dan lambert until it happened it's a great way to intro page van zant you give sammy Guevara a reason to lose you're setting up a program for ty conti you're setting up an initial program for Paige van zant ethan page is out there floating around doing his thing too You've got like seven people, six or seven people that come out looking better because of this story that they lace together in a week. This is really good common sense shit. Loved it. Yeah. Mark says, loved Alex's booking, but that's a four hour grapsity next week. (laughs) (laughs) Grayman says, Do you see a Danhausen storyline with House of Black Jesus? I hope so. He did the thing.
2: That I said I wanted him to do. He did it on the the Fan Fest. He submitted an application to to House of Black. I want him to submit an application to all the factions. I want
0: to see that. Yes. Bill says, damn you, Alex, and your gloriously brilliant mind. Alex does have a brilliant mind. You can check it out twice a week on FightfulSelect.com as well. Josh says, MJF sends Spears out to do the deed to keep his word that MJF didn't get involved directly. That's possible. There you go. I mean that could that could happen as well. And Jam Beard wraps us up and says, "What woman would you like to join the stable with Mox, Brian, and Regal?" Let me look. I mean, eh.
2: I don't. They seem to be like no nonsense baby faces at mm-hmm. this point, especially with that promo. Otherwise, I would say Deeb. Like Deeb is like yeah. the, the woman who's like training all the women. Would be kind yes.
0: Of I would. I would love to see Deeb do that. That would be really really good. Um, AQA could be a nice one to to kind of hmm. add to that, like like out of left field, like yeah. a prospect type of thing. I think that would be interesting. She's the one that stands out to me, but I mean, like th- there are some like raw potential people, like Penelope Ford. You could argue like she's got the tools, but she hasn't quite yeah put that together. But I mean, it seems like they like the people that are right on the cusp yeah breaking through type
2: of thing. also they seem to be like they like to bring to break people away from somebody Chris like, Statlander yeah but like they've already done with Yuda but like Statlander yeah. would be really interesting because she's she's come up against kind of a little ceiling she can't seem to advance past it she's super over and she's super strong and physical I think that'd be interesting to see like what William Regal could do with her
0: I see a lot of people saying Layla Hirsch I think that would be a good one as well yeah um yeah yeah Josh says Danhausen applies to join Yas, but calls it jizz. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Nixon sure. Newell is a Regals, female ace is a win. Yeah, that's true. Or Tony? Tony would work too. No, Tony well. Storm, yeah. Cause Danhausen costs Starks the ladder match. Do you think this could lead to a team Taz, best friends feud, hook, and OC? Yeah, but OC's out for a while, unfortunately. Yeah. He got hurt on that that Keith Lee throw, but Guys, you guys have been overwhelmingly supportive tonight. I mean, we have a two two man show now. If, if we still had a three man show, this would have been two hours. Yeah. I thought for sure, oh, we're going, we're, we're doing a two guy show. This'll be like a, a smooth 80 minutes, maybe, as it turns out, you guys like talking about AEW. Yeah. Leave a thumbs up. I got another interview dropping on Friday. Don't know who it's gonna be yet because I'm deciding which of the interviews I want to run. And I'm trying, hoping, praying somehow my camera gets back to me so I can get footage of this. But I'm considering maybe integrating some art into the interviews that I did, maybe doing something fun there. Uh, Mark says Regal did tweet about Tony after her it's release. True. There that you go. True. Alex, tell the people where they can find you.
2: You can find me on the Twitter at Alex Sourgraps. Also, twice a week on FIFA Select reviewing RAW. And SmackDown, spoiler alert, I don't like either of those shows as much as I like AEW. And then on Tuesdays, with the wonderful Miss Kate Fabe, where we we, we have an after-party for the NXT 2.0 show, which has basically become 2 Divas.
0: Somebody posted that JR screamed, yes, we can, after Scorpio Sky won the title.
2: (laughs) I have to check that out and see if that's for real.
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> Guys. Oh, no. Please leave a thumbs up. Um, Jambeard says, just wait, Sean. We'll get you singing and doing impressions. Soon. <laughs> Please get a cameo and support a good cause. I would greatly <laughs> appreciate it. We're out.
3: This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on.